You're listening to the Sleepy Games Podcast. Where, where did the one go? There's, there's no one. There's never a one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome to the show, the Sleepy Games Podcast. We are your hosts, Sleepy John, and with me, as always, my best buddy, James Games. That's a me, baby. Nice intro. Well done. Well done. I was, I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Hey, you're doing great. Keep it flowing, man. Keep it flowing. You got this. Good, good. Okay, so I did have something that I want to talk about, kind of ask you about, I guess, before we uh, jump into uh, today's subject matter or whatever. You can, you can and, ask me anything. Yeah. Anything. Okay, I'll keep that in mind for uh, future references, I guess. It's oh, boy. Very, I'm in very dangerous, now. very interesting. <laughs> so, uh, it, I don't remember. I think we talked about this or it was talked on the show like last year at some point, but it's like, and, and I think it's something that a lot of people do is that they'll watch either TV show, movie, uh, obviously on the TV or whatever. And, uh, and they're also on their phone at the same time. And, and I was curious, like, is this something that you do? You're asking if I'm watching a movie and I'm on my phone while I'm watching it? Yeah, like scrolling on your phone, texting, yeah, whatever, right? Like, yeah, cause I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of people do this. I mean, it, it depends on the movie, right? Um, okay, so, so you do do it. I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I, so, yes. so, are you one of those types of people that like you'll give a movie a fair shake at first, and then if it sucks, you get on your phone, or do you start already on your phone? But if the movie seems really compelling, you put your phone down. I'll give you an example. This happened to me just last yesterday. Uh, I'm yeah. watching. I'm watching Wonka, the the new Willy Wonka movie with Timothy Timothy Charlemagne. Okay. And, I didn't realize how much of a musical it was. And, you know, a, right. lot, a lot of the times with the songs, I'm just like, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't really need to watch the visuals of this song. I can hear it. So, like, if there's something I need to do on my phone, I'll just hand it real quick and I'll be back to the movie. So, mm. so if, if I feel like there's an opportune moment to uh, just be on my phone, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. But, but most of the time, if I'm full, like, I want to be fully engaged in a movie. Yeah. But, you know, like for for Wonka, it, it was just a nice movie to have on, and you know, there's nothing really compelling happening. It's just it's just more fun and fluff, you know. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that that that's interesting. Yeah. So I, 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 I I'm I'm totally, but you know, if you know, the, the movie's like if I'm if I'm out of it, it's not it's not engaging me at all. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably just be on my phone if something cool happens. I look back up like, oh, okay. But yeah, but but I understand what you're saying. Like, I'll give the movie a shot. Like, I'll give it like a good half hour, and if I'm not if I, I before think, the phone gets popped out. Yeah, right. Okay. And, it, it, and then I can tell. And then then I'm like, okay, it's one of these movies where I can like half pay attention. You know, it's right. not it's not a movie like you need to be fully focused the whole time. So yeah, okay. so it, it does depend. Huh. All right. That's that's, that's good to know. So, but I, I, I'd imagine for all of like the movies that we do recommendations on this show and whatnot, do you find yourself also doing it for that sometimes, or will you always just kind of give it your full attention? 
so that you don't disappoint our <laughs> many, I will... millions of fans. If it's a movie I'm recommending, it's usually a movie I'm fully engaged in. What about a movie that you've been recommended? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, even with the ones okay. I've been recommending. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. No, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I guess for me, it's like, and this is probably why these days I do watch quite a bit less. It's like, I don't actually like doing that. If I'm going to scroll on my phone and do nothing else, I'm just going to scroll on my phone. If I'm watching a movie, I'm watching a movie. I guess I, I don't multitask so good. So <laughs> it's one or the other for me. Well, I guess it's a little harder for me, especially being in real estate, because I feel I, I work odd hours. So that I get. If if uh, there's times where, well, I mean, if, if it if it turns out where I need to, like, all right, I need to. If, if I'm not focused on the movie, I need something to handle it. I'll pause the movie, right. handle what's on my phone, and then get back to it. But if yeah. I feel if I'm watching it and I know I'm really not missing much, then I'll continue the movie and do the work on my phone. Right. Yeah. Okay. But okay. for the ones I'm recommending, there I'm usually I'm, I'm fully engaged. Or if, if there's a work matter I need to deal with, I will pause it and get back to it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. Okay. So uh, you were telling me that I guess you've got some uh, TV shows. Yes. That so we wanted to discuss. Yes. So last week we we went into all the um, the best films of 2023. And I, I, I'm very happy with my list. And the funny thing is, with this list, it's a little similar in a way. Um, I, I won't spoil it yet, but um, uh, I, I do want to dive into a few. And one we already discussed was One Piece. So, that, that, so and that's still on my list as far as top ten shows that I love this year, um, and and also one of the biggest surprises. But it, yeah, I'm, I'm interested <laughs> about, uh, I guess, subsequent seasons and if it, uh, I guess, maintains quality. Well, from from what I hear is the, or I guess from the anime and the manga, it gets it gets better as it goes along. Like where we are now is like just scratching the surface, you know? Like, yeah. Well, they basically just band it together, right? Like it's yeah. Uh, there. You, you son of a bitch! I'm in. Yeah, exactly. You made me fall in love with the characters. Now you got you got every inch, you know. <laughs> um. So th- there was. So I, I, I want to go off on a kind of a random show, uh, a show that I wouldn't really typically be into unless someone recommended it to me. Okay. And so, so this show is like kind of like a mix between scripted and reality. Um, so it's a, have you ever heard of a show called Jury Duty? Uh, actually, I think, uh, I only know it because I think that we've discussed it, but not on the show, I think, at okay. some point. Yeah. yeah. So I, I want to make sure, uh, our listeners know about this show. Cause so there, there's two things, how this is, how it's, um, come to my attention. First, it was recommended to me by a friend because they said that the, um, the well, I guess that the person who thinks it's a real a reality they were they reminded them of me. So I was curious about that. The second thing was I'm watching the Golden Globes, and I'm I'm, I'm I mean I see that James Marsden is nominated for a Golden Globe for jury jury duty for playing himself. So I'm just like, wait, you're telling me. 
James Marsden, Cyclops, the guy from Sex Drive, is playing himself, and he got nominated for a Golden Globe for it. This I gotta see. I have to know, like how, like how good, like, like, like how are you portraying yourself so well to be nominated for this award? So, do you know that actually <laughs> makes me? Uh, did you ever watch the show uh, "Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23"? Um, I know of it. Uh, I think I watched maybe an episode or two. Um, yeah, yeah, because c- c- it's got the girl from uh, from Breaking Bad. Uh, you got Jane, yeah. Okay. Um. So, well, because there, there's there's uh, the guy from Dawson's Creek uh, yeah. is playing himself. Oh, James Vanderbeek. Yes. Yes, and I, anytime, I remember that. Yeah. And anytime he's on the screen, it, like, for me, it was gold. Like, I mm. just watched the show for, like, his interjections because he's playing himself. So that's why I was like, is it is it similar... I would that. say, yeah, I would say yes. Is he, is he like a little bit like on the arrogant side and like really has yes. like a celebrity persona? Yes. Like I'm better than yeah. anybody. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. yeah. Okay. If you love that character, you will love James Marsden in Jerry Duty. Oh my I, God. Uh, James Marsden, he's a, like, uh, he's a gem. <clears throat> like, uh, what was that movie? Uh, which one was that? It was like the, the these three guys had like the business plan. And he's like, they're trying to pitch it to him at some point. I don't know. It'll probably come to me, but he has a very, it's a kind of a bit part in that one, but yeah, he just, everything he does, he, he slays me every time. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like, it's a little bit, I guess, like against character for him for the, for this. Cause you know, even though he's playing himself, but obviously, it, so, so, so the cool thing about this show is, is everyone is in, is in on it. You know, as an act, like the, the whole jury trial is fake and it's scripted and everything. But you know, it's jury duty, so like the the one the one regular guy who comes in thinks it's real, and this is his first time doing jury duty. So you know, who is he to say if something's fake or not? Because you know, this has never been done before, right? Um, and 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 really, you know, you have celebrities, you know, who get selected to jury duty. You know, like they don't get special treatment; they 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 happen to be jurors as well. Um, and it's <laughs> uh, like so when when you have James Marsden being <laughs> like a, a very arrogant celebrity persona of himself, and and, and, and like it's it's just it's just hilarious how the the back and forth between him and the regular guy and but like, the regular guy they chose and like i i don't want to say anything like to give anything away but like he's such a whole like the regular guy is so wholesome and like a like a genuinely nice guy like like he, you can tell he goes av as well way to try and help people you know he's in need and it, it, it's funny because realizing who, who like everyone he's helping is an actor and they're trying to you know trying to play off like what he's doing and i feel like a lot of them kind of don't know what to do or like have to do some audibles that they don't expect because of how genuinely nice as he is like because i'm sure yep. they want to make him fumble or falter in some way but it but it, it's just it's so funny the whole time it, it's it's an easy watch i think it's only eight episodes and like each episode's like nine and a half hour oh okay that's all right then it's a quick watch it, and yeah. i think you can watch it for free because i watched it on I watched it on Amazon, but I think the actual service streaming services on is called Freevee. 
So obviously, it's I, if it's called freebie, I, I figure it's got to be free, right? Uh, I'm up here in the Arctic, buddy. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you say it's on Amazon, it's not. It's on Netflix. Oh, it isn't. It's a Canadian. Well, well, I, I yeah. think I think there's only one freebie. There's one freebie that rules them all. It rules the world. You know, okay. th- th- there's there's no special uh, like VPN you need to get for specific countries. You know, to watch a certain freebie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So hmm. that 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 was one one of my biggest surprises. wasn't It wasn't the biggest surprise of the year. Okay. Uh, before uh, you carry on, actually, I remembered what it was. That one with James Marsden. Yeah. The, the movie's called. Called Unfinished Business, and he kills the part that he does. That's the one with Vince Vaughn and uh, Dave Franco. Oh, nice! Yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, I, I remember that one coming. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it, I I remember it being not too bad. Like, obviously, I remember uh, James Marsden's part the, the most. I couldn't even remember what the movie is called, but like, yeah, when he when he's on, he he just kills it. But anyways, well, wait, it's fine with James Marsden because there's several moments in like Jerry Duty too, where like he he like tell people like who he is and like you know. All the actors act like they don't know him, and right. then they'll like, yes, the regular right. guy and be like, "Yeah, like you know me, like you know." You'll say that he's like from Sonic, he's from the Notebook, and he's just like, "Wait, you're in the Notebook? Like who is in the Notebook? Like you're not Ryan who is Gosling? He in the Notebook? You know, he's, <laughs> he's the guy that Rachel McAdams was gonna marry if it wasn't for Ryan Gosling." Oh. <laughs> I and mean, so, and, well, the funny thing is, I'm sure uh, he gets that a lot. I'm sure people just forget he's in the movie because everyone just knows the Notebook for Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember him being in it. So yeah, I know it's uh, hilarious. <laughs> um, I mean, not that I swing that way, but if I had to pick between the two, <laughs> it'd probably I mean, be James for me. I'm not. Gonna I mean, lie. but I mean, come on, <laughs> they they are both very underrated comedic <laughs> actors. They're both underrated when it comes to, to their comedic uh, abilities. Right. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah, moving on. Moving Too much on. about Jerry Duty. All right. N- next one I want to discuss is a show called Shrinking. Shrinking. Have you heard of this one? Uh, I have not. So Shrinking is 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 the show starring Jason Segel and Harrison Ford. The the Harrison dynamic Ford duo does TV. Yeah, the the, the dynamic duo oh. everybody was waiting for, Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford together. Oh, absolutely, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, after all the fan mail that they've been getting to like make sure this happens, it's finally happened. So okay, it, it, so it's about a um um, um a, a psychologist. Uh, well, you know, a shrink. Hence why it's called shrinking. Ah, oh. <laughs> Whatever, and the uh, and he, you know he, he he's gone through his own struggles in life. Like he just lost his wife and everything, and you know he's going back to to work and trying to you know help his his clientele and everything. But you know he he's trying to find other ways to better them and better better himself at the same time. And but it's like the. Like I, I don't. Understand. I, I, I try to imagine like a like the pitch for this show, like how how you would think Jason Segel and Harrison Ford would be a good like combination. Like I, I, I wish I was a flyer in the wall in that in that pitch meeting. I really do. Hmm. Because they get the best out of both of these actors. Like 
all all of of, of uh, Jason Siegel's strengths they get from him. Like he he he's probably the funniest he's ever been probably since like Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I know you don't like that movie, so uh... maybe I love you, man. Maybe you like that one better. Um, and then it's okay, yeah. And then uh, with Harrison Ford, you know, like. You know, he, he was comedic and like you know for roles like like Han Solo and in, in Indiana Jones like they had their funny moments and everything but like he really shines in this and because a lot of times he'll, he'll play he'll play roles very straight like he's usually the straight man and like yeah you know, the very yeah. hard nosed guy that like you know you can't falter him like he won't he won't change like his resting bitch face or anything um but they they incorporate things with his character that that make him very relatable and fun. But okay. but but so you'll you'll have moments with this show where like you're 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 laughing and and and, and loving the uh, the relatability with these characters. But then it has so much heart to go along with it. And then there's some other times where you're like, oh man, am I, am I, am I about to tear up? You know, it, 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 really, it really cuts you emotionally. And I can't help but compare it to um, to Ted Lasso. Like it's what, I tear up? Or it's just the James tearing up? It's the James tearing up. I don't know about you. Um, well, sometimes you're just like, hey, this one, this one will get you. Even, like, even you might tear up. Mm. No, I, I, I will say, I, I don't think you would, but like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a softy. But mm. I, I would say if you're a fan, especially because I, I heard it's the same writers as um as Ted Lasso, like the, the actor who plays Roy Kent in Ted Lasso, he's like one of okay. the main writers in the show, and so he definitely he has a good uh, I don't know I mean he, he he's a, a knack for 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 writing very relatable, funny but yet characters with heart and relatability, and um. So yeah, I, I would say if you like Ted Lasso, give this a watch. So okay. that that was one of my favorites of the shows of the year, and I'm a sucker for for Jason Siegel. I wish the best for him, and there will be a season two. So I'm excited for that. Um, the other show, d- did you get a chance to see uh, The Last of Us? Uh, no. Ah, you didn't see that one. Okay, so, I didn't. So, so that one's based off one of the best video games of all time. Yeah, it's got Pedro um, Pascal in it, I think, right? Yes, Pedro Pascal about the zombie apocalypse, but but yeah. it, but it takes place the zombie apocalypse. It takes place like twenty years after it starts, right? So like you're like the thick of it. It's the dark. It's because like, you're you, the last of us, exactly. <laughs> yes, but but it's it's not like there's only like two people left in the world. Like it, it's just like it's much more scattered. You know, right? Like the, 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 there's there, there's few and far between. Um, I think for me, it, it's just because like it's tough because I'm always like I'm all zombied out. Like mm. I've, I've been zombied out for a while, and it it's a shame in a way because like I feel like this is something I probably would like. I just I just need a break from the zombies. So I will say it, this one's very unique when it comes to the zombie genre because right. zombies are not the forefront at all in this. Like. I, I think other than like the first couple episodes with like the zombies a little bit more of a focus, you right. have um, you have it's much more you know much more of a human like character driven story. Like, okay, like because it's more about how you have this father who lost their daughter, and you, right. It, well, we 
we did do, I think, uh, the video game montage yes. of The Last of Us. Is is the video game and the show, are they similar storyline? Yeah, so it, it's ba- like, uh, it's mostly beat for beat similar to the game okay. like of course they 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 feel they they throw a few things in there to um you know to to, to uh i guess to help expand the story a little bit more or like yeah. add, add a few things to flesh things out like like there's actually one episode of the show that's not in the game at all and for some people including me i think it, w- it might have been the best episode of the show which was the one that deviated completely from the story of the game Hmm. So, and, and, that, and that, one, that one actually stars uh, Nick Offerman. Um, if you know who that, uh, if you know who that uh, is, his name's ringing a bell. Kind of, a, it's not, it's not really placing a face for me. He, he's like that woodsy guy. He's got, he's got the mustache, you know. Uh, well, name something he's been in, I guess. Uh, 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 Parks and Recreation. I never watched that show. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah, I can think he's never a star of a movie. So that's I mean, I, I guess I could just Google it while I'm right here, but I, I kind of refuse to. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I, I'm going to fuck myself then. I got to do it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. So, I, I, like, if you feel like you are, um, if you're drained or whatever, you completely just over the zombie genre. Right. Yeah. I understand. I get it. But. Yeah, I feel like this is a change of pace. This, I feel like this is a show that gives it new life. Okay, pun intended. I, I might uh, at some <laughs> point. Like, I do really like Pedro Pascal, so it's like I, I probably will. I guess at some point, give it a watch. Yeah, it, 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 it's it, just it, yeah, and he he does the character so much justice. Like he is Joel. He very much is Joel in this show. You know, right. he's the main character of the game. Um, do you but, do you know? Like what? I don't know why I like stuff like this, but the uh, zombie, like the the lore of zombie in the original uh, uh, storyline in, in in cinema and all that. Like, do you know what it was a social commentary for? No. Consumerism. Really? <laughs> that's what. That's why the first uh, ah, what the heck is it called? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn Dawn of the Dead. It takes place in a shopping mall. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, because like zombies are just like they're like they're the brains aren't there, right? They're just captivated by whatever it is that they're buying or whatever. Yeah, it was it was a big uh, social commentary of its time about consumerism. That's fascinating. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I read it on a cocktail napkin somewhere. It must be true. So wait, so you just remind me of something. So as far yeah. as um, the the zombie genre, as far as it, right. just being tiresome nowadays. And, you know, I feel a lot of that has to do with Walking Dead. I thought like the Walking Dead really drove that into the ground. Um, it, yeah, that probably didn't help. But, I mean, like, frick, there was, like, Pride and Prejudice. Pride, pride and Prejudice and Zombies. There was, like... Wait, what was it? Wait, was there one? You no, know, I think that, I think it was Vampire Hunter. I was thinking of, like, it was, like, <laughs> Abraham was, Lincoln. Was Abraham Lincoln had, a, yeah. had, like, two Vampire... Or, or, no, no, it was, it was... I think he had a zombie movie. It was, like, a big <laughs> movie. I think there was a vampire movie. I don't know. Once, once the vampires much. are dead, the zombies are next. Much. It's too much. <laughs> so, much. I, I actually... I heard this... So, I, so um, the Sundance Film Festival was this month. Um, yeah. And, you know, for, for our listeners, uh, in January, the Sundance Festival... Uh, I heard there was a new movie that came out that had to do with, um, uh, I think it was a family where 
they buried their, I think, um, or like, I think the main, this woman, the main character, she had, she buried her, uh, her mother and everything. And mm-hmm. I think, and the mom, like, ever, ever great came back to life. And. Or like Pet Cemetery? Well, it's just her. Oh. So, so it's just her and like, like, apparently they take her to the doctors and, and check, get her checked out. But like, she, but she's like a zombie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's already thought that she's dead. But it's not like she's like, you know, out for, for brains or whatever, like right away. Like, they're almost like trying to see if they can like incorporate her back into their life. Like, into like the family life after being literally Wasn't risen from the dead. One like that, it was like the Santa Clarita died or something like that. Isn't that similar? I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. That's the one I haven't. I don't think I've. I don't think I watched a single episode. So I think it's got Drew Barrymore in it. She's like, and and like I think that I thought that was the idea. It's like it's like his wife is a zombie, and like just going through day to day life stuff. Well, I I I, I don't think it's like day to life day to day life stuff. I think she's still like not there, but I feel like the family wants it to be because she's here now, and like. You know, moving is, around. is this where I make the terrible joke where it's like I feel like there's a lot of people that would prefer it if one of their family members was kind of like a zombie? Well, see, it, <laughs> well, see, it, 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 and that's what that's what I'm curious about. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I wonder, like, what levels of detail do they go into to, right. like, to try and like, you know, I'm sure they go through that dilemma. It's like, is it better? What's the show called? Well, I, so I, I literally just watched a video of like this guy talking about like his favorite films of Sundance, and this is one of his his favorite ones. I forget the name. Wait, so um, you're 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 doing commentary on someone else's commentary? <laughs> I'm just talking, <laughs> I'm just talking about this. I'm talking about the zombie genre here, right? The zombie. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about okay. how how like how it's not how people are finding new ways to invigorate the zombie genre. That, that's I how, guess. That's my argument here, yeah. Sleepy John. Come on. Okay, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. It's been a long week. <laughs> that's going to be my excuse. Oh, right, yeah, no worries. All right, moving on from here. Okay. Um, have, you, have you seen the show called The Bear? I have not. I, 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 you, you find like, I feel like either I've been living under a rock or some of these are a little on the obscure side. So all the shows I'm giving you are like award winning shows. Yeah, it can be award winning and still kind of obscure sometimes though, like in fairness. So, so the bear has to do with um, a restaurant in Chicago. Um, or or like a sandwich shop, uh, Chicago beef. Whatever so, that so this isn't like a prequel to Cocaine Bear, where it's no, 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 nothing to do with okay. Cocaine Bear, no, n- nothing. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a very high anxiety type of show. Like, if you ever worked in like the restaurant industry, worked as a chef, worked as a waiter, there's a lot of related. Have you? I have. Well, I worked oh. in Australia. You know this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you you did a serving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, so it, it's it's a great show for the food lovers, the chefs, the waiters out there. They can, you can yeah. find something in this show that you can relate to. Now, I will say, the first season of the show 
it's it's a little much like it's a lot of like screaming and just like it, it's almost too relatable it's like oh it's like taking me back to a time i want to forget about it's giving me like ptsd um, ah. but the second season the one i'm talking about i feel like they found a perfect balance between finding episodes where like you know you, you because the show is known for it you will have those high anxiety inducing episodes but they also have the episodes where like they take a break they like it's, they take a breath and like right. you you appreciate the food, you appreciate the way it's made, and you appreciate the service that's that's required to, you know to, you know, because when you have a restaurant, you want to make sure you have the best service as possible. You you want to leave a la- lasting impression, and and when I worked as a server in Australia, I I knew what it felt like when you knew you like you killed it. Like, like, you know, like you, you made this family's day or like this couple or whatever, like you, you made sure like their, their experience was one, like, like it was like better than the food they had. Like, like the experience they had with you was what made their experience like amazing. Like they'll they'll remember it for you and not not as much as the food. Um, And there's an episode in the bear where it goes into that. And I was the whole time. It's like, Oh my God, I know exactly what feeling they're trying to portray here. And I, I'm like feeling it right now because I remembered how it was back then, like w- when I had it. So like I was, I was getting this like euphoric feeling in a way, like from something I haven't had in years because I don't, I don't work right. in the industry anymore. And it was fascinating to watch. I was like, how the, how the hell do they pull this off? Um, but so. I, I, I think as far as the ones I recommended to you, I, I think I think you might find enjoyment out of this one. Bear, the bear, the bear, the bear, the bear. <laughs> um, and then so so, uh, I put in succession on here, but I, I feel like that that show is probably t- talked to death. So I, d- I don't want to get into that one. That one wins all the awards. So right. if you, if you, if you don't know succession by now, you're living under a rock. Go watch it, whatever. I, I, I am living under a rock, James. I think that's been firmly established by this point. Because yeah. It seems to happen a lot. Well, uh, I mean, you can watch it eventually, but I mean, it's four seasons, so, but. All right. Well, actually, I do have a show, though. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, have you watched? I, I think I might have asked you. It's a, it's a show called The Brother's Son. No. So. It's an interesting show. It's actually about uh, the Triad Gangs from uh, based out of Taiwan, I guess. And it's got this weird dynamic where the it, it is serious and it's a serious show, but they balance it out with just humor that is like I think it's always timed really well because like some really screwed up stuff happens because it is the Triads. It is like a gang uh, movie or not movie, sorry, TV show, uh, and. Anyways, I, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. I thought, like, the action, like, if you're into, uh, like, martial arts, phenomenal. Uh, really good plot line. Uh, really good actress. Uh, it's got uh, Michelle, I'm going to butcher her name, Michelle Yo or whatever, the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon uh, girl. Yeah, Michelle Yo, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, she's in it. Uh, she does a phenomenal job. Uh, it's, I, I actually, I, I think it's one of those ones, like, if you watch it, and if you, if you don't get into the show in the first, like, ten minutes, I guess you're not gonna get into it, but, like, it sucks you in right quick. Uh, and I, I thought it was really well done, actually. Uh, so that would be, I guess, my pick for this episode. The brother's son. It was pretty good. Is anyone else in that? 
Uh, are the Michelle Yeoh that you recognize? Uh, not that I recognize. Uh, I think there's like little bit parts of of people that you might recognize from like other movies, but no, she she's the big actress in that. Mm. Um, otherwise, it it's yeah, like, to me, anyways, it, they might be known in different spheres, but they weren't people that I recognized myself. But I thought it was really well done. There was a couple of action scenes. Uh, one, if you do end up watching it at the golf course, uh, it was really good. <laughs> like, kind of like, kind of similar to, I guess, the famous hammer scene from Old Boy. Like, it was just, it was a longer take. It was really well done. Like, it's not like, it still has camera cuts, but it's just like, I don't know. I thought it was really neat the way they did it. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, that, that's mine. That's, that's all I got to say. So, uh, do you have anything to kind of finish up, finish us off with? Yes, I do. I, I have my, today. I have my biggest surprise show of the year. Oh, I'm on the edge of my seat, buddy. So this was a show recommended to me and I, I, I kind of went in with no expectations and, 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 and I talked at the beginning of, the, of this episode how it was similar to my number one or similar to my best movie list. And this is the similarity to it. How my favorite was an animated movie. Yeah. And this is my favorite animated show. Okay. And it's a show on Netflix called Blue Eye Samurai. I've seen that on there, actually. You, ha- you haven't watched it, though. I haven't watched it, no. Baby John... Do yourself a favor, watch it after we record this. <laughs> like, watch it right away. It's that good. It's awesome. Okay. It's so, it, it's, it's, it's a very adult anime. Like, it's brutally violent. There's sex out the wazoo. Of course there is. And when I say sex, I mean there's nudity. Like, like animated nudity. But, yeah, it's, well, it's anime. Yes, yeah. They have their own genre just yeah, for that. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but, but I will say, I mean, it's a little bit jarring at first, but like, you know, once you get used to it, I mean, it feels so natural within the show because, uh, like, of how they build up to it. But, so, so it, 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 it um, it's about a, uh, a, a woman who is half Japanese and half white. And at the period of this, of, um, of where this takes place, I think it's like the 17th century in Japan, uh, where like white people are considered the devil. Like how like if like white people like weren't around this area, like like they, they kind of banished white people. Like if they're ever around, they, they got rid of them. And so when you have so so they consider this woman who's half Japanese, half white, and she's blue, these blue eyes, they consider her the devil. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a, they have a term for that actually. It's like, I, I don't, I don't want to butcher it or anything like that, but it's like, there actually is a term. It's like a, like a, like a racial sort. It's like, like white devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so. You can Google it on your own, on your own time. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's, it's a beautifully told story because it's complex because you have a, you have a main character who's not like in the right all the time. Like she's kind right. of. She's kind of an asshole a lot. Like uh. she, she kind of doesn't give in to certain feelings. But then, like it goes into her backstory, and you realize, okay, this is why she is who she is. But some of the action scenes that they shoot, it's in, in, in especially comparing it to um, Across the Spider Verse, it's gorgeously animated. Like 
you can similar with, with that, you can take certain shots and you can see it as a painting, put it, put it on your wall, something like that. Right. It, so, it, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, is it like, a, is it a grounded show? Or is it like kind of like yes. fantasy? No, no, no. Like kind of real it, world, but yes. animated. It's okay. grounded, real world, animated. Gotcha. Um, it, it, it very, but very stylized violence. Like as far as like cutting limbs off, like, like the, the blood shoots off, shoots off a certain way. But, 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 but it's not like, it's brutal too. I mean, it's not like, it's not like artsy, like, uh, like how Quinn Tarantino would like be artsy with some of his violence. Right. Um, it, it, it feels more real than that. Um, but it, it, it's a very, like, the story they tell me, cause it's about her, like, kind of finding, you know, who her father is and, like, you know, cause it's basically a, a, a revenge tale. And she's finding out that, that there's these four white men who are out, are out there and one of them is the father mm. and uh and she has to figure out who and um but the whole cast of characters are are great it's not just her like the whole cast is amazing and and it's only one season it, it, it could just i think it just came out like a month or two ago yep. I, I, I read before the the, like the, the year ended so that's why i was surprised because i was like i was getting my list ready for like best best of the year and then like this came out i'm yep. like Shit! Now I gotta redo my list, you know. <laughs> um, so I, I, I think of all the shows here, especially if you're into like an, I think an instant animated classic, especially right. for if you're looking for that adult animation, this is probably one of the best ones around. Ever. Okay, sounds good. So yeah. next week, what's going on? You got something? Next got week, something? um. As far as the list, I don't have anything right now. I know we have things coming down the pipeline. Um, I have an idea, then, if you don't have one. Yeah, tell me, man. Uh, It's going to be the second... This will be good, trust me. It will be good. The second greatest advertising campaign of all time. For for a film? Uh, Yeah, it'll be... Yeah, the recommendation. I'm going to do it during the show, though, because it's it's bad. Okay. Quick. Yeah. Trust All me. Right. You'll be good. I trust you, CB John. Okay, buddy. All right. That's the yeah. share for today, man. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.